Hey everybody, um, I'm Claudia and I'm here with Pastor Jeff uh, for the Weekend Extra. And Jeff, we talked this weekend about um, how grace values kids and students, so Mm -hmm. I just had a couple of questions for you about that. Sure. So, if I am an older person who just started following Jesus, how do I teach, model, and journey if that's never been modeled for me? Yeah, that's a great question. And so I would say a couple things to that. One... If you just started following Jesus, you want to find an older person to latch on to, right? So uh, we would just call that discipleship. So that could be a life group leader, uh, a pastor, some friends that have been following Christ longer. So I would definitely say that's step one. But the other part of that is this. You, you still have younger people in your life or peers that don't know Christ. And so you would start with something as simple as telling your story, so the the Peter says, always be ready to give a reason for the hope that's within you. And so I often say, um, you know, when you think about sharing your faith, if you can quote John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life, and you can tell your own story, you can tell anybody about Jesus. And so so much of, so much of uh, telling people about Christ is simply telling them what he did in your life, why you're changing and why it's become like a big deal to you. So leading leading younger people in that scenario is as simple as that. If you're a newer believer, really locking on to that old per, the older person. I almost said that old person. That <laughs> lock onto that old guy, right? Lock onto that older person and really start being discipled. Uh, is where you want to go, and you kind of want to live in those those two places simultaneously with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. So, um, in your message, you promised that you would give the student center new subwoofers. <laughs> Are you lobbying for subwoofers? Claude, can't believe it. We will get the student center subwoofers one day okay. before Jesus returns. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty open-ended. That's right. Um, so, uh, how do you encourage those who are stuck in the tradition part of religion to grow in the knowledge of heart, the heart and mind of God. You know, that's a phenomenal question because if you are stuck in the rituals and traditions and rites of religion, you don't have to love Jesus to do those things, mm-hmm. right? So I don't have to love Jesus to go to church. I don't have to love Jesus to go to confession. I don't have to love Jesus to give money. I don't I, none of that. And so if I if I find if if I'm your friend and I look and say you're stuck in tradition or you admit that to me, I'm probably not starting with you should do this instead. I'm probably starting with what why are you okay just being stuck in tradition? Why, why have you boiled your relationship with God down to something that actually doesn't require a love for God? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I'm probably going to challenge a little bit. The Bible word is exhort. You know, I'm going to, if they're a believer, I'm going to push them to, to rethink things. And I'm going to, I'm going to try to dig into their heart and mind a little bit and say the, the loving and following Jesus the outlet of that is our neighbor, not our ritual. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask like who who are you loving? Who are you serving? Who are you uh, proclaiming the, the the hope that you have found to? 
Um, how are you being an ambassador as if Christ himself were making his appeal through you? Like, it, it, you start asking those questions real quickly, it kind of self-reveals to someone their spiritual maturity. Mm-hmm. And if they look at you and say, well, I don't smoke, drink, or chew, or date girls who do, you're like, well, neither do Muslims or some devout Hindus or uh, the average person who just lives a healthy lifestyle. What's that got to do with the transforming power of Christ in your life? Right, right? yeah. So I, that's probably where I would start with it. I would question them and say, now why why do you think this devout religion is is what it means to love Christ? For many people, it's because that's what they were taught. Mm-hmm. And so they were taught that if you love God, you do these rituals. And sometimes you can take that and say, expand on their definition of love for God because they're actually very sincere and they haven't been discipled. No one taught them anything different. I suppose there's some people that don't care. But if you're if you're really, really devout to those things, there's probably something in you that cares. It's probably just a false understanding of, of the scripture. Mm-hmm. The other thing I would say about that is I I find that when people are stuck in tradition if they will simply read the Bible, um, when you start reading the Bible, the the heart and the mind of Jesus, especially the New Testament, obviously, really starts to come out. And you won't find those traditions. They're not in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so you you start getting to know Christ and getting to know you know his teachings and what the apostles taught us uh, after Christ. You're not going to find a bunch of empty religion and, and dead rituals in it. So I think I'd do that. I mm-hmm. think I would challenge them. I might invite them to start reading the, the scriptures with me. I would get into their heart a little bit and say, why is this so important to you? What are you trying to do with it? If there's a false teaching or an incomplete teaching, I might show them in the Bible kind of the rest of it. But I'm going to point them, I'm going to point them toward getting to know Christ. And um, once you get to know Christ, you probably aren't going to be that stuck in those things as you move forward. Mm-hmm. And I think also... Um, you mentioned in the sermon how, you know, however long you've been a Christ follower, that you should have that amount of like biblical doctrine and biblical knowledge like yeah. under your belt. Like that, that's also a good. Just if you feel stuck, like you're like, oh, it's been this many years, and I'm, you know, like still here to yep. like sit down and and like actually read the Bible and. And like kind of like reconsider those. God's things. word is alive and active, and and you cannot the the scripture says that about itself. And so, you cannot interact with God's word and be unchanged. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. And if you're a true follower of Jesus, you have the Holy Spirit who's empowering the word as, as you're discovering it, so to say. And so it's just impossible to be stuck. Um, you can be unsure, you can be unclear, you can be scared, you can be a lot of things. But I've just been stuck in this place for the last 10 years. I'm like, eh, there's not a lot of stuck in mm-hmm. the Bible, right? Some, something else is going on in your heart that we need to dig out. Right. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us for the Weekend Extra. We will see you next week. <laughs>